Hallelujah. And um, I want us to go to the scripture because uh, it's more kind of a spiritual warfare thing. And, um, and we'll be sharing very important aspects because, uh, as I did say, that do you understand and do you know? Have you ever thought about it? Um, whenever we are dealing with issues of money, okay, they are very sensitive issues. You know, there are two things I want you to know, okay? Two things that I want you to know. Number one, okay, um, money is not evil and money is not good. But it is people behind it who are evil or who are good. If your money is in the hands of an evil person, definitely the man will be evil money. And if your money is in the hands of a good person, definitely it will become a good money. However, I want to say this thing to you, that the Bible speaks so many places how money, God can use it. We hear even the Bible saying what? Money is a weapon. The Bible says money is defense. Money is used for defense. Are you understanding? Money is for what? Defense. Money is for defense. I'm telling you the truth. So nobody should lie to you. Money is a defense. God can use money. We see when Jesus was born, the first gifts that came there, silver, diamonds, gold. Do you know why? Because the following night, an angel will come and say, run to Egypt. So they actually went to Egypt to sustain. They stayed in Egypt all the days of their lives. Transport, if there was an air ticket, was done. So God had to bring money before coming to them and telling them something. So before God gives you a mission, he will bring you what? Money. And I want you to know this. There's so much misconception on money in the church. We have a very uh, uh, um, serious problem on money. But let's look in the Bible first and see. All great men of faith you know and you can come across, they were billionaires in the Bible. You talk of Abraham? Wow, if you don't know, Abraham, the Bible says he was actually rich, not in money, but in God. Do you hear that? So when you tell me, the Bible says, whosoever has faith is a descendant of Abraham. So where is our faith? Because the Bible says, whosoever has faith is a descendant of Abraham. So do you tell me? You tell me if we are descendants of Abraham and the Bible says that he, this man was rich in God and you read the Bible how he became rich, it is completely a miracle. If you read the Bible, the man actually went to Egypt poor. He went going, walking like this into Egypt in a country, begging for food for there was hunger. When he was leaving Egypt, he left on horses and with his servants. And the king gave him half of the reserve, from the reserve bank of, of, of Egypt. The Bible said the king took half of his economy and he gave him. How? There was a way which God said, I will make you what? Rich. God told Abraham, and I'll bless you, and you shall become great. So, so what, what does it mean? So when God speaks a blessing, it can come to pass. It can. 
So what is the misconception? We have people who do not know about really money. And the reason why most people do not get money, it is because God knows that you are not yet aware what money is. And I want to give it to you. Because money, it is far from being a paper. Money is a spirit. And I want you to hear this. And the whole reason why most people are still in financial problems, they do not realize and do not know what money is. Money is a spirit. It could be uh, something that you have to know tonight. So I need your attention. Say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. All right? Matthew 6, 24. It says, no one can save two masters. What? No one can save two masters. For either he will hate one and love the other. Who are these two masters? We'll find them out. Or else he will be loyal to the, uh, to, to the one and despise the other. I want you to read that. You cannot. You cannot save God and Mammon. So there are two masters. The first master is what? God. God. And the second master? Mammon. Mammon. So the Bible says is you cannot be loyal to both. It's either you hate one and love the other. And how many, how many masters are here? Two. Which one and which one? God and Mammon. Now, let's go back to the same verse. Good news translation. What does it say? You cannot be a slave of two masters. We want to find the meaning of Mammon. You will hate one and love the other. You will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot save both God and money. So the word mammon is the word what? Money. Money. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So the word mammon is the word what? Money. The word mammon has been mentioned in the Bible four times. And three times it was mentioned by Jesus. That's how serious it is. And shockingly, Jesus was a Hebrew. He was a Jew. He speaks Jewish. But uh, guess what? He, on Monday, he was, not using the, he was not using the Jewish language to, to talk about this verse. He used the word mammon, which is Aramaic. So if you go to Dubai, you're going to hear this word, mammon. If you go to all these countries, you hear this word. And Jesus does not use his native language to talk on this one. He uses Aramaic language. He says, mammon. No, am I speaking to somebody here? So for the first time, Jesus Christ speaks a language. And people are like, what is he talking about? So he uses a language. Why? And I want you to see. Why did Jesus cross you that language? Because from those days, people from the East had the money. Okay? People from the East, you hear, 
The Bible said there was a man from the east, and his name was Job, and he was the richest, and there was nobody who was rich than him. He was Job was from the east. So when we talk about money, money, you hear the word east. Now, so the most important part here I want you to hear is Jesus emphasizes on mammon. But look at this now. He says mammon is a master. Did you hear that? Mammon is a what? Master. And God is a master. A master. So he says you cannot save money and save God. So what happens for people to be in financial problems? And they'll be wondering. They'll be in church. They'll be, in fact, if God wants to protect the church, he puts the church away from money. If God wants to protect a person, he puts them away from money. I will share with you here the difference between the mammon and the money. Most people, they do not know this secret where they don't actually know. They just think it's money. But you must understand. Ah, are you here or you're home? Can I show you something here? So all of them have the same word, money. But the other one is not money. It is mammon. So Jesus says, I know you're looking for money, but hear this. The one you're looking for is mammon. You cannot save mammon and God at the same time. Uh, so like, hey, hey, me, I want to buy this. I want this. And so God looks at you and he says, when I look at you with what you want and how you want to spend the money, this is now a mammon. I'm going to turn to somebody here. That's why it doesn't appear. So you wonder, it will never appear. It will trust you me, and God will be like, no, 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 protect him. Angels have come actually to defend you from such type of money. Now go back to the scripture. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, you cannot be a slave of two masters. Now, God, Jesus Christ there, he's actually putting money as a master. So, we'll look at attributes of a master. Who is a master? Okay. A master is a person who controls. Uh, are, are you here? Oh, yes, daddy. A master is a person who what? Who controls. Who controls. A master is a person who knows a lot which you do not know. A master is a person... Who has power over you? A master is a person who you submit to. So if, if, if mammon is, is a master, it means there's a particular type of money that makes you become a slave. You submit to it, it controls you. So if you want to know whether you're a victim of a mammon, begin to check, do you always struggle to get money? Does it control you? Is there some authority where it actually makes you make some decisions which you didn't even want to make them, but because it is not there. In this case, the moment it becomes a master in your life, it is a mammon. So you need to be delivered from a mammon. Uh... Am I speaking to somebody right here? So we look at the attributes, attributes of money. So we look at it. What is the attribute of a master? So Jesus Christ says you cannot have two masters. 
It's either it is Jesus, it is God in authority over your life, or it is the money, the mammon. In other words, if you are having money, it's either it is a God money, or it is a mammon money. No, 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 you didn't hear me? It's either it's a what? So what is a mammoni money? A mammoni money, it is a money which there is a spirit behind it. Which comes in your life or your business or your calling, your ministry or your finances. It comes over there and set a masterhood. In a way that it wants you to be worshipping that masterhood. To an extent whereby if you don't have money. Uh, am I speaking to somebody here? Even if you want it, it will not appear. Because you must worship. You must do some kind of, 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 of being uh, uh, embarrassed. You must be in a situation of being in a want. In a, uh, you see, so if you are sensing that, you need first of all to be delivered from that. Because that is the masterhood. It takes charge of you. Because that's how the system has been put around you. That you must always struggle for money. You must always beg for money. You must always... Well, some people don't have that stronghold. That's why you wonder. Other people, money just comes to them. They are okay. In fact, you work more harder than them. But what is happening with you? You have a masterhood. There is a mammon spirit. Somebody say, Break! I hope you're hearing this. I hope you're getting this. I hope you're hearing this. Say every mammon spirit around my life. Tonight, I command you out. Say loud and clear, I command you out. Say every mammon spirit. Every spirit. Say out. out. Are you following? Now let's go back to scripture. Let's go back to the scripture. What is the scripture saying? What is the Bible saying? Let's check that. You cannot. Okay, now go back to NIV. Go back to NIV. Look at this. It says what? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other. Have you noticed sometimes when there is a mammon spirit around you that has set up a masterhood around you? Do you know what happens? People, they even get into a level where they begin to think God hates them. They even think, why is God so silent about me? It's exactly what the mammon spirit would want to do. It takes away your loyalty to God. To the level where you begin to, to even question your own master. You begin to question like, why? I've been praying for this. Because what is happening around you? There is a mammon spirit. That's why. The word mammon has been mentioned four times in the Bible. And to show you how serious it is, Jesus mentioned three times out of the four. So when people are not watchful, that's why God said, watch and pray. 
if you are not watching, the enemy may set up a mammonhood around you, a mammon spirit around you, or your finances. No matter how your business works, nothing comes on the table. No matter how you put this, no matter how you work, even if you get money today, it will finish tomorrow. And this is your life. Because the mammon spirit will make sure it creates the master, a masterhood around you. That you must always lack it and you must always be wanting, hunting, lacking, struggling. Because this is how the spirit operates. And Jesus exposed the spirit by calling it the spirit of mammon. Are you following somebody? Jesus exposed it by calling it a mammon spirit. He said it's a spirit and he says it's a master. It has got a master. How do you know the mammon demon around you? There is a masterhood. It creates an ability that you must always, even if you get, hear me, even if you are given today one million dollars, trust you me, by the next three months from now, you have nothing. I am trusting. We have even people here who took loans from huge amounts of debts to say, I'm starting this company now. I've taken this. I want to invest in this. What happened with the investment? What happened? You now struggle in paying the banks, paying wherever you took the money from. But what happened with you? Because there is a spirit. I wish you can get this right. Somebody shout with the holy anger. Say, break! 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 Look at this. Luke 16 verse 9. I tell you. King James Version. And I say unto you. Make yourself friends of the mammon, of unrighteousness. Wait, what is Jesus first trying to say here? He says, make yourself friends of the mammon of the unrighteous. Make yourself friends. What is going on here? Oh, I sent you, make yourselves friends of the mammon of the righteousness. That when you fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitation. Now, let's go to verse 11. Watch this. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust? To your trust, the true riches. So, is mammon true riches? If you were not faithful when you had a mammon spirit, who will trust you with the true riches? We hear mammon is money, but we also have got true riches here, which also is money. So, we've got two types of money. We've got one false riches, which is a mammon spirit, and I've got true riches, 
which is the riches of God. So Jesus Christ is saying, if you have not been faithful, with the worldly systems, can you imagine where you are? There is a, a mammon demon attacking you already, and you're already not faithful. Watch this. You're already not faithful. You don't tithe. Already. So, so, so he's asking a question. Who will trust you with the true riches? Meaning that the mammon is not true riches. No matter how you may have money, it will vanish. It's a matter of two years or three years. People may be crapping hands for you. You bought a new car. You bought a new house. It's a matter of two, three years. We shall hear very soon. The banks have repossessed. We shall hear very soon. Your life has gone down. Because what you have, there is a system of mammon operating around you. So Jesus is talking about true riches. Uh. Oh, we hear you, Dad. We hear you, Dad. This is a time when you need to be delivered from a mammon and, and walk out of it. Oh, yes. And find true riches. Do you hear that? Yes. We hear your daddy. Now, I like it. It says, so you can make friends with the people who have the, the mammon money. It says, you can make friends with them. Because one time, it's them who will, be, who will save you. When you have true money, they will be the ones saving you. Oh, you didn't hear me. <laughs> Tell the neighbor, say, neighbor. If you are having a mammon spirit, if you are having a mammon spirit, when I get my true riches today, when I get my true riches today, you shall save me. You shall save me. Somebody clap hands for Jesus. So he says, make friends with them so that they can save you when you're in trouble. I'm looking for somebody here today who says, Prophet, I need deliverance from every mammon, every mammon father. spirit around my life. We are here, Daddy. Are you following somebody? Oh, yes. Did you hear that word? Yes, Dad. A mammon spirit. Let me just repeat this statement. Let's go back to the scripture for, for deliberate purposes. Matthew 6.24. Okay? Deliberate purpose. What does the Bible say? I'm repeating this and I want you to hear this because I want you to hear this. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise. You cannot serve God and the mammon. That word mammon there is the word money. In NIV, in King James, I mean in uh, Good News is the word money. So from the scripture, from the scripture, there are two masters in this world. There is money and God. But this money, it is called a mammon. And as I said, the word mammon is not a Hebrew word. And Jesus purposely did not use his native language. He used Aramaic language to talk about money. And he said mammon. Because mammon, it is a spirit. How it came about, in those days, they used to do what they could do, money control. You know money control? 
you know, money control. So there will be people who be like in the streets, they'll put up a table. You know, they'll put up a table like this and they'll be like, put money here. And they'll put money and say, okay, pick, where is it? Which cup is it? <laughs> Which? So you lose all your money. It was called the mammon. So they would control, and, and they would control your mind. You always pick it wrong. And you will see them putting a dice in one of the cups. And they do, you'll be looking like this, it's in this one. You say, ah, it's here. They open like this, it's not there, it's in another cup. Like, ah, I'm putting again more money. And your money will finish, you go home and look for other money, you come back. So it was called a mammon. So it controls you. It becomes your master. So where you are now, you'll be looking at an opportunity like here. I'm putting my money here. It's right here. You check like this, your money is finished. So Jesus Christ picks that. He says you cannot. He says you cannot. So there are people with a, with, with a mammon spirit around them. Because the word money from that scripture is being used as money being a master. So the Bible says you can't have two masters. God and the money. But that word money, there's not the word money we know. He could have used a Hebrew word for money. But he didn't use the Hebrew word for money. He used Aramaic word for money, which is mammon. Meaning, not the true money you know. This one, it is the money where the spirit creates a masterhood around you. To make you a slave. Because a master is a person who has slaves. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? Oh, yes, daddy. A master is a person who owns slaves. A master is a person who controls. A master is a person who is worshipped. A master is superior. So when you, have, when you have mammon, or when you have got a mammon money around you, a mammon demon of money around you, what happens? You're always controlled, and you're always enslaved. You're always having issues. No matter how working you may be working, you may be educated, but you have got this system controlling you. And that's why I have to repeat over this issue. Somebody say, break! Break! Are you following? Oh, yes, daddy. So, in Luke chapter 16, verse 9, all right, it says, make yourself friends to the un unrighteous mammon. That when you fail, they may receive you. So, they hear this. You are not supposed to have the spirit control you. But even the people who are controlled by it, it says, it says you are not part of them. In verse 11, on the same uh, 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 scripture, it says what? Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who would commit to your trust the true riches? So you have money, you have this, you have that, you have that. Now, when the demon is controlling you, and you're not even faithful. And I mean, I'm praying for breakthrough. Papa, God says, protect this one. Because the money they're talking about, when it comes, it will become a mammon. I'm telling you. So God will be like, protect them. Because they don't know. There is mammon money and true riches money. The true riches money is from God. And the mammon is a system the devil puts on people. To control them, to control, no matter how they work hard, no matter how educated they are, no matter how they do business, no matter how money comes in, it will just finish. There is a mammon demon around them. 
And God knows when you have money, more, the more money you get, the more trouble you find yourself in. And God says, protect this woman. Protect this money from money. So you're wondering why money is not coming. It is because there's a system. And God knows this system will take away anything from you. So money will come like this, others will take from you. I want you to raise up your right hand and say, Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Tonight, tonight every spirit of mammon, every spirit of mammon, by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I command out, I command out, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus.